Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 11 to 1, Monday Motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. I'm sorry. It's bad news. You have cancer. Four years ago, Alice O'Connor from Karen Ross and Kells heard these words that nobody ever wants to hear. She's now undergone three different surgeries in the last four years. The last one as recent as November, but she's come out the other end and is living cancer free today. Now she wants to give back to the hospital that cared for her. She's taking on 100 miles in a month challenge for the Matter Foundation. It's aiming to raise 1 million euro for vital life-saving medical equipment and groundbreaking research. I'm delighted to welcome Alice O'Connor from Karen Ross and Kells for Monday Motivation. How are you doing, Alice? Good afternoon, Sinead. I'm, I'm fine, thanks. And yourself? Oh, listen, I'm great. And it's great to have you on the show. Take me back to 2016, though, Alice. When did you notice that all was wrong? Around the end of March, um, I woke up one morning and I noticed a small lump on my breast. And then this one of the last days of March. And then in April, I went in the following day, I went into my GP and um, spoke to the GP. And exactly, and uh, she thought cyst that I had. And came here for lecture for the Matter Hospital for 10 days. I went up to the, uh, the Matter and I met the consultant up there and she sent me a mammogram, an ultrasound and a biopsy. And I was called into the room then to the consultant and he turned around and he says to me, um, this is not go- good news, he says, but I have to wait for the biopsy results. To go back, 99% And he assigned me um, a breast a cancer nurse there and then. So I'm back up the following few days and they done a PET scan on me to make sure that it wasn't anywhere else in any other part of my body. And she told me I had a 6.5 centimetre tumour. So I was, the following Monday, I was brought in and I had surgery and um, they removed the full um, mastectomy done to remove the full breast. And uh, yeah, it was tough. It was very painful. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you had gone for a mammogram not long before you'd actually discovered this. Yeah. Beforehand, above in the mobile unit in Navin Hospital and everything was fine. And nine months later, I was diagnosed with cancer. And I was lucky I found that lump myself because if I didn't find that lump, I might not be here today to talk to you. So what stage of, of breast cancer were you diagnosed with then when I you... Was, it was stage two turning to stage three and he told me my cancer was very aggressive that I had to get, he had to get out ASAP. The, the, the lump in that 10 days from I was waiting and all the, those tests never been done, it grew from the size of a tiny pea to 6.5 centimetres. And that was just in 10, 10 uh, in short 10 days. days? Yes. 
Wow. Yes, so it, the size of a pea to this 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 size in 10 days, yes, that's I huge. Could, I could put my hand on it and see it. It was just so big. It was so big at that stage. And how do you yeah. take news like that? Because I imagine it must have been extremely uh, difficult I for you and your family. I couldn't get my head around it. I couldn't get my head around it because not, um, it's just so hard to uh, deal with news like that. Especially my daughter was heading over to study in uni- uh, Harvard University. And uh, she didn't want, she wanted to push, didn't want, she wanted to cancel the whole thing. She had to go, but it was very hard for me to get my head around it because I would be the strong one in the house here. And um, it was very hard on the whole of us to try and deal with it. But we stuck together as a family and we came out the other side and uh, it's all about staying positive and getting through it. I have absolutely fantastic neighbours and friends and family. That means an awful lot. That's they've they've helped you get through it. So you were brought oh, yeah. in for the for the surgery more or less straight away, as you said. There you you had the the full mastectomy, but you did have another few surgeries. So what was all of that for? I had surgery then in November two thousand nineteen reconstruction, and the same again in third uh, November. That was just That's gone there, yeah. Okay, so as well as this, you had to endure chemotherapy and radiotherapy as well. Yes, I started chemo in the seventeenth of June two thousand sixteen. And uh, I'd done six very tough sessions. I used to go at nine o'clock in the morning and I'd get out around five, half five in the even time. And um, I, those cycles were every three weeks. The first week when I got that, I was extremely sick. And then I had two good weeks. And then it was back to the same thing again. So it keeps going in this cycle. And, and I know yeah. you find losing your hair extremely tough. Tell Thank me about that day. I get in the, uh, uh, the first cycle of, of the chemo, I went have a shower and my hair fell out. I found that very, very hard to cope with. I just couldn't. I had myself in the bathroom and I just didn't want the kids to see me. I knew I had no choice when I came out. And uh, a friend of mine in Panache hairdress was looking come out and she shaved off my hair. And uh, I was better able to cope but then I just got a little cap. I found, I, I also got a wig but I couldn't wear the wigs. I found, I just couldn't cope with the wig. I found it very hard to wear, very irritating on my skin. So you just went kind of with scarves or something or what? I just went with the scarves. A little, uh, yeah, that's all I went with. And in terms of, you know, the the battle, you know, this has been pretty much a four year battle, you know, when it's dragging on this long, how do you keep yourself going? Like, would you be somebody that naturally thinks positive? I, I would think positive, yeah. But this challenge was a great thing to, for me to turn around and try and keep myself positive. And that's the reason why I'm taking part, because the matter was so good to me. And I just wanted to give a little bit back to them for the support that they gave me throughout my treatment. And I'm enjoying the challenge so far. Um, yes, we have to talk about this because this is great. It's for the month of February. You're going to clock up 100 miles in the month. Yes, 100 miles in the month. I have 40 miles done so far. And I have so far, I have 4,000 raised. 4,031. That is fantastic. So would you be, you're, you're more or less out walking the roads every day. Uh, how many miles are you clocking up every day? Uh, some days, the majority of the day I do five. Monday I've done eight. Tuesday I've done um, five. Wednesday I've done five. Thursday I've done seven. Friday I took a rest. Saturday I've done ten. And on Sunday I've done five. And I plan to do five today again. Now we're heading into bad weather. We've had rain the whole lot. It is very difficult to motivate yourself to get out and do it, particularly in that weather. How do you, you, it doesn't bother you though, does it? No, it doesn't bother me at all. I've took the challenge on. I'm going to out and do um, and jacket and I have my walking boots and I'm going to wrap up and out the door 
and away off you go. No oh, better woman. And then would you be somebody yeah. now that like would like you know music to listen to or what? Do you, do you put any yeah, headphones in? Do listen to music. Yeah, put the one earphone in because otherwise I won't hear the traffic coming. Oh, yes. And then sometimes my son uh, Brian comes with me or um, a friend of mine come with me. And it makes the walk a little bit more interesting when you have someone with you along the way. Oh, it really does. It really does. And it's yeah. fantastic for the mental health as well, getting out in the in the air. So when did you finally get the all clear then? I got the all clear exactly a year later. A full year I was on it. A full year of it. And a full year. Uh, I got word that I was uh, cancer free and I'm still up and down to the matter. I'm still on tamoxifen um, and I will be on that for, uh, for 10 years. Okay, so that's still something that's, that's still ongoing. It's like, you know, when people say cancer free, you're kind of not really free of it, though, in, in a lot of ways. No, you're definitely not free. First, no, you still have your, but every ache and pain I get, you always worry, is this is someone back or, you know, but my main thing is to stay positive. And one advice I give to any women is to check the breast area detection is very, very important. Yeah, this is uh, this has been crucial for your uh, yes. situation yeah, as well, Alice. If I find that today, I wouldn't be here. So regular breast checks and if you feel anything that's not normal or see anything that's a little bit different straight to the doctor that's the best uh, thing that people can do. So yeah. you know you've raised the money you're raising this is ongoing how can, how can we help how can we support you? You can anyone can support by going on to the Facebook page and donating on the page itself and for anyone that's on Facebook they can pop money into it in my box and I can lodge it in for them. Fantastic. Uh, you're getting some message here for you. I'm not sure who about it is, but uh, best wishes, Alice, the strongest person I know, great friend and neighbour. We love you. Not sure who that's coming in for from, but uh, there you go. Lots of love coming in for you there, Alice. Um, oh, thanks very much. I think you're fantastic and you're, you know, it's a testament to your strength, your mental strength that you have, because I know you are an incredibly yeah. positive person that's gone through an awful lot in, in her life. I wish you all the very, very best with the challenge and continued health for the future. Thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today Alice Thank you very much Nate. Thank you Thanks a million Alice O'Connor there Fantastic lady If you just search actually on Facebook Alice O'Connor it'll come up and you'll see the fundraiser and everything else If you're in her local area and you know her you can drop a few bob in the door she would so so appreciate it Hold up What was that? Boring No flavour That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.